Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Closer to full vaccine approval. The end of August, beginning of September, October. Infrastructure roadblock. They're playing Russian roulette with our economy. Overdosing on edible marijuana. They look very attractive to kids. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, President Biden says it's gigantically important for Americans to get vaccinated as COVID cases rise and the Delta variant prompts growing concern. And at a CNN event in Cincinnati, the president said full approval of the vaccines from the FDA is coming, along with a green light for kids under 12. They're not promising me any specific date, but my expectation is that sometime maybe in the beginning of the school year, at the end of August, beginning of September, October, you'll get a final approval saying the FDA said, no, this is it. It's good. CBS's Dr. David Agus. Anybody who says, well, I'm waiting for full approval doesn't mean anything. The manufacturing is safe. We know that the clinical trials, they worked. And in the real world, it's as good or better than the clinical trials. It's pretty impressive. The seven-day rolling average for new cases rose over the past two weeks to more than 37,000 yesterday. Two weeks ago, that number was under 14,000. CBS's David Begno is in Louisiana, a state that hit one of the highest single-day case totals since the pandemic began. Betty Antoine's 46-year-old son, Brandon, became a COVID statistic. I begged him. I said, you need to take the vaccine, Brandon. Oh, no, Mom, I'm not going to take it, and you better not take the vaccine either. Brandon told his mom and his friends that he had done his research and he wanted to wait. He had a bad heart. He had lung problems, COPD. Six days after he tested positive for COVID, Brandon died. I was kind of angry because he did not take the vaccine. So she asked that vaccines be offered at Brandon's funeral. I wanted them to know Brandon is dead because he did not take the vaccine. There were three people who got vaccinated at the funeral. Ten of Brandon's friends followed. Now to Washington, where CBS's Chris Van Cleve reports on new developments surrounding a House panel's plan to investigate the January attack at the U.S. Capitol. Pelosi has broken this institution. The top Republican in the House, Kevin McCarthy, slammed the stunning surprise from Speaker Nancy Pelosi, rejecting two Republican firebrands for the January 6th Select Committee. The Speaker denied Congressman Jim Jordan and Jim Banks, citing the integrity of the investigation and pointing to previous statements made by the two. It's always been about getting the president no matter what. Jordan and Banks are both outspoken allies of former President Trump. Pelosi's move drew an immediate response from McCarthy. This is the people's house. 
not Pelosi's house. He announced he'd pull all five of his appointed members and instead Republicans would do their own investigation if the speaker doesn't reverse course. Breaking with her party, Liz Cheney is the lone Republican staying on the January 6th committee. She said she supports the speaker's decision and criticized McCarthy. The minority leader has attempted to prevent the American people from understanding what happened. And political differences continue to play out in the struggle over an infrastructure bill as Senate Republicans blocked a blueprint in a test vote. As the vote to get onto the bipartisan bill failed in the Senate, the president flew to Cincinnati, where he toured an electrical union training facility. He was asked if Democrats will be able to strike a final deal with Republicans. Yes, we will. The sentiment was echoed here in Washington as bipartisan negotiators reported they're close to an agreement on new infrastructure spending. Several Republicans who voted to filibuster the bipartisan measure, arguing it wasn't finalized, say they're prepared to switch their votes as early as next Monday if a deal can be reached by then. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A Florida judge says victims and families in last month's deadly condo collapse will get a minimum of $150 million in compensation to start. A third of that will come from insurance, the rest from the sale of the property where the building once stood. Washington State's Attorney General has rejected a $26 billion agreement states have reached with major opioid producers opting to pursue a September trial instead. North Carolina AG Josh Stein says most of the money in the deal will go to getting treatment for people who are addicted and to help track drug supplies. The distributors will fund an independent clearinghouse to identify red flags so they can take action when there's a pill mill. With marijuana legal in some form in more and more states, there's been a spike in edible marijuana overdoses among children. CBS's Jeff Pegues has more on what happened to a Maryland family. Elizabeth Berry felt helpless as it became clear something was very wrong with her 21-month-old son, Oliver. Kind of went rigid and started shaking and crying. Oliver had managed to open edible cannabis gummies that Elizabeth used to help her sleep. To him, it looked like candy. I did this to him. This is my fault. The number of children 12 and under who've ingested THC edibles at home jumped from 132 in 2000. 2016 to almost 2,500 last year. Oliver made a full recovery. He's back to his old self. Mom Elizabeth is not. I know that if he found the gummies again, he would eat them again. A day before the Olympic opening ceremony, the Japanese show director has been fired after it was learned he joked about the Holocaust in a comedy sketch back in 1998. CBS's Steve Futterman has more on what's going on today in Tokyo. One day to go. These pandemic-delayed Olympics are finally set to officially get underway. All this week, officials have been trying to sound optimistic. International Olympic Committee President Thomas Bach. The stage is set for the athletes to shine and inspire the world. To be sure, this will not be a traditional Olympics. This is an Olympics that is different in so many different ways. Olympic historian David Wolachinsky. First of all, we've never had an Olympics that were postponed, and we've certainly never had an Olympics that was held during a pandemic. Still unclear who will get the honor of lighting the Olympic torch. Today there was more competition, and the U.S. women's softball team won its second straight game, one nothing over Canada. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. At last word on New York's Long Island, a 1,500-pound bull was still on the loose after breaking free from a slaughterhouse. The plan is to use lassos and tranquilizers to subdue it once they capture the animal.
An Ohio dad with a sweet idea to help special needs kids keep busy over the summer. Joel Wagner has two kids with Down syndrome, and he thought it'd be tough for the 18 and 21-year-olds to find summer jobs. So he bought an ice cream truck and opened up special neat treats in Cincinnati. Business is booming. Wagner says they've sold close to 5,000 desserts so far. He's also teaching his kids financial and social skills while raising awareness about hiring people with special needs and varying abilities. The family plans to expand its fleet next summer. Monica Ricks, CBS News. The day after scoring 50 points to help Milwaukee win the NBA crown, series MVP Giannis went to a Chick-fil-A drive-thru with two big trophies and an appetite on Instagram. Can I have, please, a 50-piece Mac Minis? 50, exactly. Not 51, not 49. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.